Hello, everybody. We are doing a drawing demonstration, trying out Posca markers. If you would like to grow as an artist and you can't afford an art class, we've got everything you need here at Artcroft, tutorials, critiques, professional development, and workshops. These are the Posca markers that I picked up. This one is a chisel tip. You can see it's very, very chunky. And I also picked up another chisel tip. And you can see this one is not remotely as wide. And I also got this Posca pen that's actually a brush tip. I actually had no idea that they made these. This will be really fun to try out. And then the other thing I got was a Sharpie because you know something, this red Posca marker, I don't like the color. It's a little bit pink. And if you're gonna draw blood, it can't be pink. And so actually these are some of the drawings that I did recently, Josh Groban and Sweeney Todd. And you can see here, it doesn't have the intensity that I wanted. So let's see if the Sharpie marker is better. Oh yeah, that's way better. Do you see the difference? I mean, look at the difference between that and this. And so I think I'm actually going to, for the blood part, use the Sharpie. And then the black stuff, I'll stick with the Posca pens. Tell me in the chat, who here has used Posca pens? Who here hasn't? And if you do like markers, is there a marker that you like better than another? Here's another sketch that I did earlier. Let's actually activate the Posca markers first though, because when you get them, you can see the chisel tip is not the color. And what you have to do is just go up and down like this until you start to see the ink start to come into the chisel tip. It takes a little while. You can see here, a little bit of the ink is starting to come in. And you have to keep going until it turns totally black. It does take a little while though. It's not quick. It's taking you a little bit. That's not a problem. That's just the way the markers are. Okay, so you can see it's starting to come in, but it's still not in all the way. Oh, I love brand new markers. They just feel amazing. Okay, that looks pretty good. What I like about these is if you do it sort of light, I like these brushy strokes, but then also if you wanna just fill a flat area of black, that's also really good. Let's do the brush pen. This one's a little more delicate. 
Oh, this one, maybe I have to just shake it because the nib is delicate. Maybe I should have done that with the... Wait, did I do it wrong? Oh, it just says... Oh, okay, I, I forgot to shake it. Okay, so barely you have to shake them and then you do the up and down. Okay, but the brush pen is saying... Shake it. What, what is this thing? Push this? What? What is this? Oh, is that a cap? Oh, weird. It's got like a little thing up here and you go up and down. Oh. Okay, so shake. And then I press this thing. Oh, I guess it like pumps. And then what? Oh, okay, so this one I don't do the obviously because I'm gonna ruin. All right, so let's shake it again. Oh, learn something new every day. I guess you just, oh, it's starting to come out. Oh, not quite yet. I see it starting to dribble down, okay. Oh, it's weird, it's like, it really is like a brush. I was expecting it to be like those Tombow markers, but there's actually bristles in here, right? Yeah, it's a brush brush. <laughs> oh, I'm so surprised. Oh, that's so different. I, I really thought, oh, okay. So this is really good for And this is easier because I can get, I can do something really light. The chisel tips don't really do that very well. Oh, this is going to be really fun. Oh, I'm so glad I went to the art store yesterday. <laughs> you go in there for one marker and you come out with five, which is, I'm like, I need it for the demo. <laughs> okay. You can see very different than what I'm accustomed to doing. So actually, I want to show you guys um, first what I'm going to do with the reference photo. And that is to edit it. First of all, I make it black and white because I'm doing black and white anyway. And then I'll go in. Let's just pump up the contrast. Oh, maybe that's not good. Maybe make it a little brighter. Cause I want to get it closer to the image. So let's actually do that to all of these. The very least make them all black and white because why not? It's just one less step I have to do in my head to get everything in line. Okay. And now this one, this is actually a digital collage that I did to make him look <laughs> more monstrous. But the one I'm going to really use as an anchor will probably be this one because I just love how long his face looks. And this one too, I just discovered this one today, I think has also got that length, which you can see is pretty dramatic in the drawing. Okay, let's just warm up a little bit. So I'm using this sketch paper made by Yasutomo, and it's just really inexpensive rice paper. 
let's just start with a quick warm-up and then we'll see what people are saying in the chat. I'm gonna just dive right in with a chisel tip. I know it sounds weird, like you'd think I would just sketch things out first, but I just wanna see what this does. What I like about the rice paper is that it has a natural coarseness to it. And so it's actually a really good fit for the types of marks I want to make. I do find the chisel tip, it's, it's harder to control the pressure. And again, we're going for that really long nose. I mean, this is so new for me. I pretty much have never done caricature ever. So the idea that I'm doing this is really bizarre. But hey, you, you make the type of work that fits the subject, which is why I've never really understood how people can just apply the exact same style to every subject. I mean, if you think about some of my other recent paintings, this technique would not look good. I mean, Moulin Rouge is all about being really beautiful and sumptuous and Sweeney Todd is just really harsh. <laughs> Okay, now for the mouth, I'm gonna switch over to this reference photo because I don't wanna to get too close to the actual photo. You gotta be careful with all that copyright stuff. So the idea is if you use multiple photos as reference, it's a lot less likely that you'll run into trouble there shoot. I made the eyes too high. Now I'm running out of space for the head. It's okay. By the way, tell me in the chat, who here is a Josh Groban fan? Because you know something? I didn't know about him until Sweeney Todd. But apparently he's got a huge following. All these people, he sells out these gigantic concerts and tons of albums. So I'm just discovering him, but apparently the people have been listening to him for 20 years. I just haven't. And by the way, everybody, <clears throat> if you want to draw with me, the reference photos are in the YouTube video description below. We'll just go in there. We'll all draw Josh Groban together. Okay. Let's see what people are saying in the comments.
Oh, Johanna says you can just hold the tip down till it is ready. Okay, thank you. Harvey says they look so juicy. Oh, yes, they are. <laughs> they don't function in a juicy manner on the rice paper because it's a little bit textured, but actually, I have this stuff. Great. I love how it's not labeled. <laughs> this is paper that Yasutomo sent me, and it's sort of like Yupo. I might try. I'm curious to see how it performs on a very slick surface. Thank you so much, Heather, for the super chat who says can't stay long, but wanted to pop in for a minute. Thank you so much for your support. Manette's asking, I always imagine rice paper to be thin, but is it actually thick? Otherwise, I imagine it might not do well with markers or paint unless it's more about texture. For me, it's definitely about texture. This is very thin. I mean, it's <clears throat> actually quite transparent. So if I take this one, you can see up here, you can see through it because it's pretty thin. Good point from Auntie M, if you want to be durable and light fast. I don't know how many people know this, but Copic markers are not light fast. And the company doesn't really make that clear. I would imagine <laughs> there's a reason for that. But I do like these a lot because they do have a permanence to them. Are these... Well, I'm curious, does anybody know, is this acrylic inside the marker? I wasn't actually totally sure about what the actual liquid is because you can get acrylic paint markers. I just wasn't sure if the Posca markers. So if anybody has any suggestions, let me know. Okay, I'm not going to spend a long time on these because I do want to go through a bunch give him a really weird oh that's so weird let's give him a really bizarre looking neck oh that's really weird <coughs> oh man what's happening <laughs> sorry josh <laughs> Has anybody here seen some version of Sweeney Todd? Because the musical is actually sort of a pain in the butt because you can't reference it anywhere. There's just so little content. It's the case for all the Broadway shows. But so I'm actually having trouble, I guess, keeping track of the story because I don't know the story that well. Last night, I watched the Tim Burton version of Sweeney Todd with Johnny Depp and Helena Bonham Carter. And oh my God, it was so painful. Ugh. 
Well, especially if you've heard somebody like Josh Groban sing the role and then you hear Johnny Depp is just like, oh my God, no comparison. Who here has seen that movie? Because it was just so, I don't know, that stupid white stripe he had in his hair. Like just everything was just so not really telling the story, but more just, okay, here's Tim Burton doing his thing. Okay, let's work on the teeth. I'm going to try the medium one first. Let's see what that looks like. Oh, this one is way juicier. I wonder if maybe the rice paper is not so great for the brush pens long term. It's a really gross teeth. That is a little thick. Let me try the brush pen and see if that's a little bit better. I feel like it's sort of hard to get in there. Oh, that's really cool. It feels very delicate. It is a very different language though. I don't know, I sort of like the bluntness though. I mean, I want the teeth to be not so pretty. I can't imagine that in Victorian London, they had very good dental hygiene. <laughs> so maybe this is part of that. Okay, let's go back in. I'm going to just spot touch a couple areas to be more of a shape because you can see this little stroke right now. But I think what makes this effective is when you have pretty strong shapes. I'm, I'm wondering if I go up and down some more, or maybe if I shake it, that will get juicier, because I do feel it drying out a little bit. Well, I hope I didn't kill the tip. Okay, that's a little better. Try that. So up here, or I wonder, I could even go into this with black acrylic just for the shape things. So there's a big shape up there. So I'm just going in, I'm picking spots to fill with black so I get more of a shape. That's a little better. Okay, let's add some blood. <laughs> because he gets murdered at the end. His throat gets slit. Ooh, I like this Sharpie. Oh, this is so much better. Yeah, the red of the Posca was just terrible. Sorry, if anybody's squeamish, <laughs> there's going to be a lot of blood in my Instagram in the next little bit.
the question is how much is too much blood i mean they actually said because i heard an interview with the actors they said that there's just so much blood in the show they had to practice <laughs> all of the various actions that are involved oh yeah that's way better than the posca oh my god what a difference and then also i'm noticing it, it sort of spreads a little it's pretty different than the posca i mean the posca you can see it's just like the black it doesn't spread but then oh my gosh it's so much better oh i'm so glad you know i wonder if i just hold it down oh that's kind of cool yeah if i hold it down it, it like spreads oh that's really nice it'd be good for all the various bits of blood <laughs> that would be doing. Ooh, nice. Okay, I'm so glad I got that marker because that is way better than what I had earlier. I'm going to do just maybe just a few more touch-ups. I feel like in the eyes I could use something pronounced like especially up in the brow just want to get that a little bit bolder and maybe in the hair he's got these gross wet bits of hair the top okay I'm going to call that one done for now. Let's see what people are saying in the chat. Oh, wait. 7A says there's a darker red. When I went to the store, they didn't have it. Maybe I have to get it online. Johanna says if you get the postcard marker extra inky, then shake it above the paper. It'll do a blood splatter effect. Oh, <laughs> really? Let's try it. I guess it has to get like really, really wet. Maybe that's not wet enough. Let me see. Anyway, I'll try it again <laughs> later on. There are so many red postcas. Oh man, I guess I have to just look elsewhere because the place I went to had so few colors. All right, I'll have to look into that. Auntie M says, Sharpie is not light fast, though. It's interesting because I've been a fine artist most of my life, but now that I'm doing illustration work for prints, I'm finding that, number one, the light fast stuff is no problem because the final is the print or the illustration. And number two, I actually have been really tweaking things digitally quite a bit, especially because the Posca marker was not looking so great. Let me show you guys what I had done earlier. Okay, so if you look up here, Aaron Tabate, of course. He's gonna be the next sweetie Todd. I'm flipping out, you guys. <laughs> okay, so that's the original artwork but then I did this digital tweak to make it super red. 
And so for me, this was a really nice option because I really didn't like how pink this looked. And so I was able to just go in and pump up the contrast and that's fine because it would be a print or an illustration. It's a really different mindset, illustration versus fine art where the expectation is that the final drawing is gonna be it. Manette says, I've been wanting to play more with simple ink drawings and line art, so may have to pick up rice paper. Been looking for an excuse to buy new art supplies. I, oh, I'm like, oh, those brushes. I haven't had new ones for a while. <laughs> but yeah, doing work that is so line-based, that's not really what I typically do, but you can do amazing things with it. Oh, Catherine liked the Tim Burton piece. Maybe it just depends on the sequence you see things in because I saw the musical before I saw the Johnny Depp one. 7A says, I have never worked on rice paper, but it's supposed to be for ink, right? So how well does it hold up to all the moisture? It's actually okay. I mean, it's not remotely as wet as if you're doing ink. I mean, if you put ink, it can get sopping wet. This is actually pretty dry. It's not really getting wet at all. Wynn says, technically regular paintbrushes or oil pastels are much simpler and less plastic waste. I mean, all art supplies are certainly <laughs> not the most positive influence on the environment. Oh, shoot. Oh my gosh, I'm so stupid. I shouldn't have put the rice paper underneath. All right, well, maybe that's the starting point. <laughs> let's do that. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's really funny. Okay, let's just do it. <clears throat> but I'm not gonna make that same mistake. Put down. Oh, this paper has plastic on it. Maybe I need something else. I'll just draw the back of this. Maybe that's better. Okay, let's try another one. <laughs> I'm not showing up. I should have brought some other paper. I don't have it right now. You know what I'll do? I'll do the black stuff first and then I'll do the red later when I don't have rice paper underneath. Okay. Let's try a different reference photo. I really like this one. It's very, very dramatic. Although, I don't know, maybe I'll try this one and I'll add the teeth. I, I just want the teeth in all of them. <laughs> and again, I, I like starting with the big chunky chisel. I, I was contemplating for a minute that maybe I would sketch with the brush pen, but now I feel like I don't want to do that. I feel like this gets me in nice and bold. So I'm not tightening up because I think what's hard about this technique is I can't tighten up. I have to stay really loose and I got to think big picture. Okay, so let's try this.
I am thinking quite a bit about Ralph Steadman. Is anybody here familiar with his work? If you're not, go look it up. Ralph Steadman, he's a British illustrator. And he's one of my favorite illustrators. He's just really intense. But he did these just wonderful illustrations for George Orwell's book, Animal Farm. Some of my favorite illustrations. He's just really feral. Gonna make the mouth too big. Oh, I keep putting his head too high. I really should have put it lower. I'm going to play with pacing. I felt like I was a little slow before. Let's make this eye really big. Actually, I need the smaller one so I don't fill that in. Maybe for this eye area, I'll just... Let's make it absurdly big. <laughs> Why not? I mean, this is just a stream. I'm not trying to finish anything. But I do really like some of this... The bags under his eyes. <laughs> this looks ridiculous. Oh my god. But that's kind of the point. And his hair with all the beard and everything is just it's perfect for these Posca markers. So in here the texture of the beard. And I'm trying to be very conscious of the direction I'm moving in. He's going to get a really long beard in this one, I guess. That's just the direction it's going in. Let's extend that down really far. There's his very long neck. And again, a nice big shape. God, that's so ridiculous looking. It looks really dumb. Oh my gosh, it's so dumb. By the way, I'm curious how many people here have done caricatures? Because I really do think that caricatures are one of the most difficult things to do well. I feel like caricatures, in some ways, to me, they feel almost like the way comedy feels, where if it's really good, it's amazing like when you get really good comedy. But then if it's not amazing, it's just stupid. <laughs> I feel like that is the case with a lot of caricatures. They, they either miss the mark or they nail it. And there, there's not a lot in between, I think, because the likeness is so important. Oh, my gosh, this one's terrible. <laughs> you guys, this, this one's so bad. Okay, I think I don't like the eyes. <laughs> it's so bad. It's terrible. Oh dear. <laughs> Sorry, Josh Corbin. 
Okay, you gotta try it. Oh my gosh, this is terrible. This one, this is like the worst drawing I've done of him. So you know what? Let's just go crazy. Why not? There's his suspenders. His suspenders are a big part of his outfit, so I always try to make sure I put them in. And he wears this crappy shirt. <laughs> this is so bad. Oh my god. Does anybody here have any favorite caricature artists? I think for me it's Al Hirschfeld. Oh, Bob Stock does really excellent caricatures, and his are really impressive because they're super simple. It's like five shapes and he's rendered somebody. S-T-A-A-K-E, Bob Stock, look him up. He's really extraordinary. Okay, this is really bad. Maybe this one won't go on Instagram. <laughs> okay, let's put in the blood though. Let's try blood. Let's pretend this is the blood that's been splattered after he kills somebody. So this is not him being dead. I guess I'll need to do some research into blood splatters. Speaking of blood splatters, did anybody see that show Dexter? That was a pretty good show. I mostly watched it because I really like Michael C. Hall, who is in it, and he was in Six Feet Under, which is my all-time favorite show. But anyway, the premise of Dexter, if you don't know, it's about this guy who is a blood analyst for the police, but he's also a serial killer who is masquerading in the evenings. But so a big part of that show is all of the analysis he does at crime scenes. This is terrible. So bad. Okay, let's do another one. The one that's not horrible. <laughs> okay, I'll try this. Let's try this one again, because here's the thing. I've already done I think five or six portraits from this, but I do think there's something to be said about just drawing the same thing over and over again. Tell me in the chat what you think about that, because I do think oftentimes if we're not thinking about it, we just, oh, well, let's just draw this portrait. And then after you do one, it's like, oh, I'm done. But sometimes if you just keep drawing the same thing over and over and over again, number one, it's good practice. Number two, you really get to know the subject in a way you wouldn't normally. And you start to innovate more because you don't want to draw the exact same portrait over and over again. So you make those slight adjustments based on what you want to do. Thank you so much, Hamtaro, for the super sticker. Keep those coming, everybody, because they do add up over time and we need it <laughs> for our budget. I don't know. It's like our needs keep expanding 
And so our budget is way bigger than it was several years ago, but it's like we spend more of it now. Like I haven't gotten to that point where the expenses stop and the income increases. Like they're both sort of growing at the same rate because we want to make sure we have support and coverage. But the issue is that the needs are not slowing down. <laughs> they need to slow down at some point. Jazz says thumbnail the portrait over and over. Yeah. Who here has done that? Has anybody here sat down and just drawn three, four portraits all at once? Because I don't think it's a common experience. I think most people do the portrait once and then that's kind of it. Uh, Heather says, thought of Dexter the second you said blood splatters. Oh, I know, Jazz. Six feet under. <clears throat> I'm actually watching it again with my teenager. And it's just great. Because you know you're guaranteed to have a great experience. Mbar says, redraw my thumbnails. They look like the same over and over again until there's a breakthrough and it becomes something different. Yeah. Oftentimes when I'm doing a bunch of portraits, the first few are sort of similar. And then you realize, oh, I can't do that anymore. I have to really change something. And so oftentimes that change is something we wouldn't have done in the first portrait. Yeah, the plot is horrible. I mean, it's really, really gross. If you guys want to look it up, I mean, it's, it's horrific. I mean, it's perfect for me. Plus, Aaron Chavez can be in it. And yes, I'm going to New York City to see him. Oh my gosh. Aaron Chavez is becoming a very expensive habit. <laughs> okay, let's try this one. I'm going to try one that's a little bit more shape based. Let's try that. Oh, I got to start lower because last time I didn't do that. So let's put his face more here. And I'm going to get really dark, solid eyes. plant some gigantic shapes. They're pretty close together actually. Because then the nose becomes this really long shape. So I'm going to try to put down some strokes that are less brushy. And actually let's do this. I'm going to keep the mouth but I'm going to add teeth. So he's going to have an open mouth like this, but I'm going to add teeth on top. So how about, let's say, oh, I, you know something? I sort of don't like the brush pen for this. I feel like the brush pen would be better for another style because it's just so delicate. This is funny. Yeah, because I haven't done one that was an open mouth. And his cheekbones are really strong here. I 
especially here it's it's like really really skinny on that side okay let's try making his okay his beard is like all the way down here wow i really stretched him a lot And I do want to try to show there's like a lot of tension in here. So I'm going to try to sculpt a little bit of that. These creepy bags under his eyes. Yeah, I don't recommend developing so many celebrity obsessions that your bank account <laughs> doesn't like it. Another thing I'm thinking about is physical pressure. So that one stroke at the top, I actually press pretty hard. And also here I'm pressing kind of hard, but there's a lot of circumstances where I don't want to do that. I'm also thinking about, okay, when do I do a continuous stroke and when do I separate them some more? I might do more black on this one. I feel like the last one was a little sparse. Let's do some wispier strokes. And actually, I feel like I chickened out on the ear last time, so let's just make sure the ear is a lot more solid. But yeah, I'm finding that I like the big ones so much. I'm actually not that interested in the other ones. I'm going to put in his neck back here so I don't forget. Oh, it feels a little stiff to me. I feel like I should play with angle more next time. The hair is actually really fun. His hair is going in all different kinds of directions. I mean, I think this might be kind of fun to combine with India ink, actually, because maybe then the India ink can go in and fill some of the bigger spots. I might try that because I don't want to destroy the marker. I feel like I'm on the verge of doing that right now. Let's make his beard go all the way to the bottom. Let's try the brush pen just in a couple spots. For example, maybe up here for the hair. Yeah, it's a really delicate brush pen. I, I'm not so sure it can take a lot. I mean, it almost makes me think I should just use the Tombow brush pens 
let me try shaking it. Maybe I'll get it juicier. It just feels really dry right now. Try it again. Or maybe it's just this is not good on rice paper. That could be the other thing. Yeah, I don't like this for, for this type of drawing. I, I feel like this is not a good match for what I want to do. Let's splatter on some blood. And so you see, I'm not really changing my MO right now, but it's just because I want to play with variations. Let's make this one red. Maybe it's coming out. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> let's go all Ralph Stubden. That's really gross. <laughs> Yuck. There, there's my blood splatter. <laughs> okay, let's see what people are saying in the chat. Sarah's asking, how are you getting the lighter gray value, just not pressing hard? Yep, that's it. And it's not really gray. Let's see if I can hold this up. You can see you really do just get strokes. So they have the appearance of looking gray, but it's not actually really gray. Jaws says, don't even know Sweeney Todd's story at all. I guess it's gory. Yeah, it's really gory. Well, let's just say the meat pies that Mrs. Lovett bakes, they don't come from beef. <laughs> They come from somewhere else. There's another source for their meat pies. Okay, Amber says, brush pens work best on smooth paper, works great for shading and hair. And they also blend well. Cool. Ronan says, actually thought the barber was nice because Josh Groban looks so innocent. I thought the plot was that Sweeney was the good guy and I am so wrong. By the way, I did not even watch it. Well, I mean, Josh Groban is such a charming person, especially if you're familiar with his singing and everything. But yeah, Sweeney Todd is not nice. But you know something? I actually think Mrs. Lovett is worse because she kept something from him that was a pretty big deal. And I think she almost manipulated him to do certain things. And so I know Sweeney Todd is the main person, but I think she's way worse. She's the one that came up with the idea and... <laughs> But yeah, this is true. Seven Angelic says it's goofy enough that it detaches from reality. It's probably the singing. Yeah, singing makes a difference. <laughs> Jazz says kind of refreshing to see real teeth and not the Hollywood smile horse teeth caps. <laughs> I know it's like not everybody can afford that degree of cosmetic dentistry. <laughs> Ronan says, have you ever thought of making an oil painting at the moment? Because I really love the oil painting tutorials. I'd like to, but the issue with oil painting is it's so slow. <laughs> it takes forever. And also, I don't really have a facility where I can paint because oil paint is just horrible if you get it on anything. And the thing is, I mostly work in my office. I probably could do it when it's warm outside because then I can open all the windows and I get ventilation, but I can't really right now. So sorry, but I can tell you that a lot of the painting stuff that we go over is easily applied to oil. And so if you think about it that way, I mean, yeah, technically maybe this tutorial is water mixable oils, 
but that doesn't mean you can't apply those techniques to oil as well. Wait, what? Amber says, my boyfriend has a criminal justice degree. We have a lot of books just on blood splatter analysis. Oh my gosh. I mean, it sounds like it's a whole art form to identify what's happening. Laura says, love your chat on actors and their features and characters. Oh, it's so fascinating, isn't it? Because I think initially when I was going to do drawings of Josh Groban, I wasn't thinking about caricature. I just thought, oh, I'll do a part. Because I'm pretty close to reality. I'm not really somebody who does extreme caricatures or cartoons. But then when I saw the photo and the length, I like to exaggerate things a little bit because I think if I don't, things can get very lukewarm. But in this case, I was like, okay, I can't draw this as it is. There's no chance. You have to exaggerate this. Because the whole thing about theater is I think theater is such an intense, heightened experience. It's like life on steroids times a thousand. And so in my head, stylistically speaking, if I'm going to draw theater, it doesn't make sense for things to feel real because they're not. They're, they're so intensified. I'm curious about the smooth paper. Let's try one with mystery paper. It's supposed to be like Yupo. Let's see. Oh, it's pretty. Well, it's not as thick as Yupo, but it is smooth. Okay, let's see how they perform on this. I'm, I'm very, very curious. Oh, shoot. Did I? Oh, I bumped my webcam again. I'm sorry, you guys. Give me one second. It's not going to take very long. I promise. Just give me a minute. What I really need is a webcam that has a longer cord because this keeps happening and it's dumb. Okay, let's try this again. Tell me in the chat, what's your relationship with technology? Do you love it? Do you hate it? I think I have a love-hate relationship. On one hand, I think it's extraordinary what we can do today. On the other hand, sometimes I feel like my phone is this thing that keeps me hostage. Okay. Should be good. get back into it. Okay, I'm back. Okay. Let's try a different reference. This one? Oh no, I think it was this one. Oh yeah, okay. Let's try this one, but again, 
I'm going to go in and just crop in on his face. I mean, that's the other thing is if you just keep things very limited and you just say, okay, I'm just going to use the Posca. I'm just going to do heads. It just keeps things simple because this is not finished work for me. This is warm-ups. These are studies for what I might do for a bigger piece later on. I mean, who knows? Maybe I won't do a bigger piece, but let's see. very curious about this. I mean, I suspect that the rice paper is not good. I feel like I'm ruining the marker. Maybe this will be better. Okay, let's try this. Oh, weird. Ooh, I, I like this. Maybe this is better. I, I'm surprised. It's, it's really showing a lot of the texture incredibly well. Oh, I'm, I'm so surprised. I, I think this might be better than the rice paper. Because I'm still getting the texture that I want. Oh, he lost his cheekbone. <laughs> Ooh, I, I'm so surprised. I think this is way better. I think this is going to save my... Poscapen from dying. Nice. Oh my gosh. This is so cool. I, I think I like this way better. And I'm also not stressed about destroying my marker. This is great. Oh, I'm so glad I tried it. I don't know. I guess I was worried that it would glide too much or maybe it wouldn't pick up the strokes as well. But this is quite good. I, I'm so surprised by this. I mean, it is really nice if you can find something that is way more durable. And this definitely feels, I mean, rice paper is sort of a pain because it buckles and, oh, I really like this. <laughs> this is way, okay, this is it. get him his clothing in sooner. I haven't been doing a great job of balancing that. Oh my gosh, I'm so happy. This is great. I really like this. Oh, it's so much. I'm so surprised at how much better this is. Like, especially putting in the dark darks feels really good. I've been worried about that. I'm gonna give him way more hair. I guess I made all right I don't really like the structure of this one but to me this is the experiment. Nice. Okay, this is it. <laughs> All right, let's try the marker. I mean, the brush pen. Oh my gosh, it's so much. Okay, why was I using that rice paper? That was dumb. This is much better. You see, the art store trip was worth it. I needed to. It just was necessary. 
Oh, nice. Yeah, I really like this. This is fantastic. Okay, let's get in with the media marker. Can add some of that monstrous teeth. No, I feel like teeth are really awkward to draw. Does anybody else feel that way? That actually a smile feels very difficult to draw compared to somebody who is not smiling? Ugh, I don't really like this one, but you know what? It's a warm up for me to try the different materials. Plus, if I don't like it, I can just mess with it, which is what I'm going to do now. Because why not? I don't like it anyway, so it's not going to hurt me to try some random things. Has anybody here used UFO paper? I actually didn't really know about it. I mean, I wonder if it was even in existence when I was in art school, because I feel like I didn't really start to hear about it until a couple of years ago. And it was a student that was using it that let me get to know it better. And now I'm such a fan. It's it's really, I don't know, it's sort of amazing because it's so smooth that you would think things wouldn't adhere to it. And yet they really do very successfully. All right, and let's get in again some just bigger, chunkier shapes where I'm just gonna color stuff in. Because I think when you're doing all these strokes, it's really easy to get sucked into all that. And then you forget about shape. He's got this yucky hair. It looks like it's just doused in mousse. <laughs> really gross. I mean, Victorian London was not a pretty place. I think it was pretty grungy and gross. Okay, let's see how the Sharpie performs. I'm very curious on the Yupo paper. Okay, it's definitely more saturated than it is. Oh, I wonder if it'll, does it blend with the black? A little bit, not very much. Oh, weird. Yeah, down here it is blending a touch. Oh, interesting. It is blending here. Okay, so that's a really interesting effect that wasn't there with the rice paper. Hmm, I kind of like that. That's interesting. Do you guys like the smudging down here? Here, let me hold it up. Because before, the red and the black were very separate. So if you guys look, do you see how in here, the red Sharpie basically activated some of the black strokes? That's kind of cool. I wonder how far that's going to blend. Let's just try it. I just want to see, like, maybe I'll try it. This is dry. Let's see. Does it still activate? Yeah, it does. Ooh, interesting. Hmm. 
that's kind of cool. All right, let's see what people are saying in the chat. Lisa says, quickly moved to mixed medium after I went too dark early. Huh, who do you think you're talking to? I'm always saying to myself, let's make it darker. <laughs> That'll fix it all. It never does. All right, so we have Love Hate from 7A. Jazz says, phone keeping us hostage. Harisu asks, what can I draw for an illustration portfolio besides anime art and fantasy art and dragons? My goal is to be either a graphic novel or fantasy artist. Harisu, I think from talking to you in the past, you're doing an art school portfolio, which is a totally different thing than an illustration portfolio. So an illustration portfolio typically is something that somebody sends out to art directors to get work. I actually just did it myself. But there's all kinds of things you can give yourself a prompt, illustration prompt. Like you can say, oh, I'm going to do a mock cover for The New Yorker. I'm going to do my own Google Doodle. I'll design my own recipe book. Go to artprof.org and type illustration curriculum into the search bar. We have a lot of ideas in there that could keep you going. It's like Yupo Jazz. I, it's a mystery paper. Yasutomo gave it to me, and now I don't know what kind of paper it is, but I think it's mineral paper. Mineral paper is like Yupo. It's not as stiff. It's a little touch softer. It's a little satiny compared to Yupo, but it's nice. I like it. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking, Johanna. Probably shouldn't do the textured paper. C. Cantrell says, have you tried Strathmore graphic marker paper? I have not. What is that like? Although I'm wondering, maybe Bristol board would be good for this. But I'm not a huge fan of Bristol. I know Kat loves it. It's great for inking, dip pen inking. But I like this a little better. There's a little more of a glide than there is on Bristol. Amber says, marker paper is great to use with the expensive kinds of markers. The paper is smooth and durable allows the ink to work properly and not use the ink up too quickly. I'll have to try it. I don't think I've tried marker paper. I wonder if it's similar to this paper I'm using now or if it's totally different. Oh yeah, Carolyn, Yupo and alcohol inks. Oh, it's just match made in heaven. <laughs> Jal says, awesome marker papers, the Borden and Riley number 37 marker layout nothing bleeds through it. Oh, check it out. Oh, you guys are giving me more reasons to go to the art store. I don't need that. <laughs> Seven Angelic says, teeth are so hard, too much emphasis, and it feels like the teeth are all you can see. Well, they call so much attention to themselves. Who's not going to look at that? <laughs> and you're either a murderer, like <laughs> Sweetie Todd, or you're trying to do some kind of glamour shot and those are kind of creepy as well. <laughs> I hope you will join me in the Discord. We will be having a chat in the post live streams channel. I will be posting photos of the artwork there because in the live stream, it doesn't look remotely as good. Art Prof has services, artist calls, portfolio critiques, statement editing, and personal art curriculums. And remember, you can sponsor a video. We have so many videos 
that were created because people in our community stepped up and made that possible. Our dry point tutorial, styrofoam cups, reed and wire sculptures, these are all tutorials I really want to do, but oftentimes don't have the time for. So when people step forward and do this, it's an amazing gesture for the community. Join our Patreon group. We have so much fun in there. I'm in there daily chatting with people about all kinds of different things. You can share your art with our staff in weekly voice sessions. You get support from me and staff and very long nerdy critiques from me. But most importantly, you find support in a small group of artists. Everybody, thank you so much for watching. I'll see you next time. Bye.